Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 315 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we can begin our study this week of the Come Follow Me materials for November the 9th to November the 15th, covering Ether 1-5, Rend That Veil of Unbelief. And today we're going to focus on the section that's covering Ether chapter 1 verses 33 to 43, As I cry unto the Lord, he will have compassion on me. It's a wonderful section of scripture, uh, this part of Ether, uh, and so I'm sure we're going to learn a lot uh, from its teachings. Um, To begin with, though, I will say that Ether chapter 1 begins in the first 30 or so verses uh, with a detailed um, genealogy or a detailed line of kings from this uh, ancient civilization. And what's interesting is the way in which uh, this is given. Um, it begins uh, with Ether um, and Coriantor, and he goes from that kind of line down the um, descendants all the way back to Jared. So it's kind of in reverse order. It doesn't begin with Jared, it, it goes the other way around. And then what's interesting and what follows is in the, in the following chapters, um, the record then de- details what happens in the lives of these individuals. Uh, from Jared back through that order all the way to the end. Uh, And that is interesting because that is what you would expect in a pre-Columbian line of kings uh, or or an ancient Near East record. And so this, again, is another, you know, witness, another evidence that the Book of Mormon uh, is of a divine origin. Because to be able to have this line of kings from Coriantor, down back through, or from Ether, uh, down back to uh, Jared. And then in the following chapters, with a lot of discussion, doctrine, principles, and intermission from Moroni in the middle of it, to be able to dictate that without any written notes or any, um, because we know it's very well written and recorded that the Prophet Joseph Smith would return, would leave a dictation session for the translation of the Book of Mormon, and then return to it later without a prompt or reminder of what was said before or any notes. And to be able to get this dictation of the Book of Ether perfectly right and go through each of the kings and not miss one of them um, through the, these chapters of Ether in almost a chaotic structure. You know, it goes, you know, from Jared all the way down to Ether. Sorry, from Ether all the way back down to Jared and then from Jared back through to Ether throughout the record. Um it's it's miraculous. It really is. And so, uh, you know, I thought that was really important to point out. Uh, in Ether chapter 1, verse 33, though, we really begin the record. Uh, and we read um, about how Jared and his family began at the Tower of Abel. It says, which Jared came forth with his brother and their families with some others and their families from the great tower at the time the Lord confounded the language of the people and swore in his wrath that they should be scattered upon all the face of the earth. And according to the word of the Lord, the people were scattered. Um, It's worth mentioning the the Tower of Babel uh, here. Um, It's obviously something which is recorded a little in the Bible and in other other places as well. But um, Michael W. Middleton talked about how we can use this uh, symbol of the Tower of Babel in our lives as something to be aware of. He said, quote, Under the direction of the Lord, the brother of Jared and his followers were separated from the confounding curse that fell upon the builders of Babel. From that day to ours, Babel, or Babylon, the ancient capital of Babylonia, 
has been a symbol of all that which is corrupt and confused. Specifically, it connotes the false religion of all schemes or denominations that promise an entrance into heaven which they cannot deliver. Close quote. Um, It's important to remember that, yes, um, Babylon or the Tower of Babel is often used as a symbol of something to avoid, uh, of, of wickedness, of false religion. And so what are the Babels in our lives? What are the things which we need to move away from? We, we read of, of many analogies and many experiences where individuals who want to keep true to their covenants need to not you know go near the edge of the cliff, but need to step back, way back from the edge, so that they're not, they're not in danger of making those choices. Uh, and Jared and his um, family, and the brother of Jared and his family, clearly needed to uh, move their families away from this influence if they were going to survive. Um, speaking of the brother of Jared, uh, in verse 34 it says, And the brother of Jared, being a large and mighty man, and a man highly favoured of the Lord, Jared his brother said unto him, Cry unto the Lord that he will not confound us, that we may not understand our words. Now this is interesting, because... First of all, why is he called the brother of Jared? Um, you know, why not just give his name? As we do learn of his name later through a revelation from the prophet Joseph Smith, but we do not know why the name brother of Jared is not given in the Book of Mormon. Uh, Daniel H. Ludlow suggested these two or three reasons. He said, quote, He may have omitted his name out of modesty. John the Beloved did essentially this same thing in the Gospel of John, which he wrote. Second, the Book of Ether is clearly a family record of Jared, not the brother of Jared. Ether, the final writer and perhaps the abridger of the record, was a descendant of Jared and might naturally have emphasised the achievements of his direct ancestor rather than the brother of his ancestor. Or third, Moroni may have omitted the name of this abridgment in his abridgment because of the difficulty in translating or transliterating the name into the Nephite language. Close quote. Um, so, you know, it could be a number of reasons, uh, as with many things. And so, you know, we don't know the complete answer. I, I tend to think it's probably because, you know, it is the, the record of Jared's and his descendants. Uh, and so perhaps the focus is more on him. But uh, we do not know. But speaking of which, um, you know, why didn't Jared just pray to the Lord himself? Why does he repeatedly? And it's not just this one time, but I think it's three times throughout this record. Um, he asked him to not confound his language. Um, and then he asked that... Um, their friend's language will not be, and family friend, his family and friend's language will not be confounded. And then he asks that the Lord will drive them out of the land, or if he will drive them out of the land, that they'll drive them to a land that is choice. Why didn't the, why didn't Jared himself um, call upon the Lord? Um, I think, you know, again, there may be a couple of reasons, but I think that it's partially because the brother of Jared clearly had this connection with the Lord, not because he was his favourite or he was, you know, um, someone that the Lord just decided to like better than others. It does say that he's highly favoured of the Lord. And that indicates, as we've studied in the past, that perhaps the brother Jared just had a closer connection with the Lord, that he perhaps had a gift with the Spirit, which meant he could listen to the voice of the Spirit or communicate more clearly with the Lord. Uh, we all have different gifts of the Spirit, which help us to serve and to benefit others in different ways and jared actually is perhaps showing because i think sometimes we give him a bit a bit of stick for not just praying himself but let's just think of this another way perhaps he is being a very good leader in the fact that he recognizes this great gift that the brother of jared has to be able to communicate clearly with the lord and decides to ask him to to, to communicate 
to be able to speak for him and his family and receive the greatest blessings. Um, so, you know, that, that's another way of looking at it. And as we move into verse 38, um, we see again, like I just mentioned, that the Lord, uh, that Jared asked, the brother of Jared asked the Lord to take them to a land that is choice. I mean, you know, if you're going to ask for, for a land, I suppose that makes sense. You know, why not ask for the land that is choice so that they can seek that inheritance? But before we move on, let's have a think about how um, this experience of the Jaredites leaving the Tower of Babel and going to this promised land is a metaphor for our eternal lives. Uh, we can see the, the Jared asking for a land that is choice being like in our pre-mortal existence, looking for a land that is choice that we can that we can live and live our lives. And then also in verse 41, it talks about families a lot. Um, the Lord says to gather their families and also Jared and his brother, Jared and his family and their families of their friends um, and the friends of Jared and their families. So family is clearly a big focus and a big um, focal point of this revelation from the Lord to the brother of Jared. And then in verse 42, he says to go into the valley, uh, which is northward, uh, and he will meet them there, which is, again, you know, it could be, it could be a link to our lives on earth, you know, going down into a valley, going down to earth, and the Lord being able to meet us there if we, if we seek him um, and have a vision of what they what they become they could become a great nation none greater than the nation than which they will raise up um there's a there's a number of nice parallels there to our our pre our pre-mortal existence and our moving toward our life on earth and so it'd be interesting to look out for as we go through the next few chapters few chapters um thank you very much for listening today hope you've enjoyed it please do uh follow the facebook group uh church of jesus christ study session with come follow me it'd be great to see you there and hear your thoughts on what you've been studying and you can email session at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode yourselves. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.